Want to spend more time in the great outdoors? Join our family as we share insights, suggestions, and highlights of our adventures. It's time now for Glampin' and River Roman with the Tilleries. All right, Glampers and River Roamers. Hey, River Roamers. God, it's like 2023 is just flying by. And in all of this time, uh, we were able to get in another trip um, over Memorial Weekend. Yep. And every time we are fortunate enough to take advantage of a long holiday, that allows us to go a little further than what we would typically do on just the leave Friday afternoon, come back Sunday afternoon trips. So we went clear uh, up towards the armpit of Florida, not quite all the way in it, but just about uh, to a town called Branford. What was supposed to take us three and a half hours took us five and a half hours. When you're in no hurry, folks. Plus there was lots (laughs) of traffic and en route, route, our... um, Boat, boat cover, the trailering boat cover, which is designed and is the only topper for the bass buggy. Um, decided to shred on us. Yes. It was all of a sudden there was like wings coming out of the back and, as we were driving on the we turnpike. Put all of our stuff in the boat when we're traveling because we don't have the bed of our truck because our camper's in it. So now everything's exposed, soaking wet because it rained the whole entire drive. Oh. But we got there. We got there. And um, it was a campground that wasn't so much for campers as it was a permanent residence. Yeah. Although there was... Well, there was a lot of camping. There were Airbnb cabins. On the other side of the fence. Yeah, on the other side of the fence for, say, uh, rafters and stuff that want to go enjoy the Itchnecucky Spring. Whereas on the side that we were stationed, it was more of the folks that were permanent. With, you know, built-in fixtures, a lot of uh, hanging plants and potted plants. They haven't gone, nor will they go anywhere. Um, So that left very few sites that we could plug into, and it was nearing nightfall by the time we got there. So we ended up finding the one and only space in the back that was typically designated for storage Trailers, flatbed trailers, uh, vehicles that you're not using, that sort of thing. And we found one unit, one space that had power but simply no running water. And we took it because it seemed like the only one that was actually camping. Gave us a little privacy. It was uh, butted up to the woods. We didn't mind no water. We just suffered through the week. Well, weekend. Weekend. And of course... Michael over here did not have to wake up every morning and do the said dishes. So he suffered not. Uh, But it was, um, it made it feel more like camping. And honestly, everything was so green and luscious. Why would you want to look at other trailers when you could look at that green lusciousness? Because you're so close to a couple of different rivers and all the springs. Um, So the next morning, we woke up and we set out. For a boat ramp, which we did find, but unfortunately, up in that neck of the woods, outside of High oh, Springs, find. <laughs> uh, a lot of the boat ramps are private boat ramps just for the communities, and you have to have a for key. like a giant POA. Yeah. 
So you have to have a key to be able to access, access it. The and launch. then, of course, to leave the boat launch. So we found two of those before we ever found a public boat ramp that we didn't end up using. There's a gentleman at the public boat ramp because it was just this Memorial Day weekend. It was just slam packed. Gentleman told us that about a quarter mile up the road, turned left onto a dirt road. It was Patsy's. I think Sandy's. Sandy's. And we paid five bucks and we got to use their boat launch. launch. It was really tricky with the camper, but I got it figured out and we used that for two days. Which was ideal because it popped us out in a good spot on the Santa Fe River, which was maybe a 30 minute stroll as we progressed up to the intersection of the Ishin and Tuckney. And then um, beyond that, the Santa Fe is really a very long river, one of the longest rivers in Florida. And um, on one end, it actually feeds into the Sewanee, which was cool to experience on day two. But on day one, uh, we had just got back from... The, tell them what it does on the other end. It actually goes into Alito State Park and goes underground. There's a giant and whirlpool there. It goes underground for a couple miles before it pops back up. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's actually inundated with lots of springs along the Santa yeah, Fe so as you. Yeah, it's clear. It's yeah. clear water. Um, but we had just got our boat serviced, and um, unfortunately, it wasn't quite up to caliber once we put it in the water for the depth finder to work correctly. So within mere moments of being on the river, uh, we were noticing uh, that the depth finder wasn't the working, and then the propeller got busted. Yeah, I so, some rocks. So right, right as the fish and wildlife were watching, <laughs> they were like, so you found the rocks, huh? Like, yes, officers, we sure did. Found them all. Uh, but we just weren't anywhere going fast and in a hurry. So it got us through and, and we're, of course, working with our local Bass Pro to get things remedied uh, presently. But anyhow, um crystal clear water in certain spots yeah it was also fresh enough where if you check out our uh video montage where there's gators and stuff that that little teenage gator with all the um turtles around turtles around him that was the cutest thing and he was there both days that we took the route and the second day he was using one of the turtles as his pillow yeah it was so adorable uh but lots of homes along the santa fe on on this particular charter and Similar to the Suwannee, where there's lots of banks, sandy, white, sandy banks along the sides. Um, The banks were smaller, but there was plenty of little beach shoals along the riverway on the Santa Fe where these homes were. And it was surprising how many families were out and enjoying either those little beachy shoals or the very end of their dock, you know, really getting out there in the river. Obviously, lots of patriotism, lots of flags, red, white, and blue. It's Memorial Weekend. But there was a lot of boats out on the water, and so many of them were going fast. And the wake it created, I mean, for these kids playing in their little beachy area, it was knocking children over. Big boats on the Santa Fe River. Big. giant wake. I mean, we capture a little bit of it in our video that we posted. I mean, it's just really a rockin'. And so some of these people have floating docks. So you just saw them like snapping. Um, so that was 
little intense to see because just similar to the Sewanee, there's not a lot of uh, no wake or zones, you know, so people just really kind of haul. But you got to know where the, the sweet spot is because there are also plenty of rocks. We found them. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, so that was River 60. That Yeah, Santa Fe was River 60. And we went quite a ways on the Santa Fe on the first day. And then uh, circled back around. Got out. Busted a prop. Well, that was right away. Uh, but we ended up going back camping and grilling. So that was fun. We did burgers that first night. Enjoyed some great little uh, Italian sliders. Michael was so impressed. Sliced pepperoni added to the Italian slider with the salami and the ham with the provolone. Game changer. Game changer. Seeger loved the water. Oh, my gosh. There were so many great spots for Seeger to get out, swim, catch a stick, and fetch it and retrieve it. It was excellent day. Despite the high traffic and the fast boats, you just had to be really cognizant. Even despite the broken prop, we made do and had a relaxing evening, enjoyed a great fire. We brought a portable fire pit. One of the things we've noticed is that the portable fire pits are almost a must when you're going to a campground that, or an RV, RV park, park that is not a state park. Yeah, You know, the, the state they parks... Don't. They don't have firings typically. Right. Or a county park might, but for the most mm -hmm. part thereafter, they don't. So a portable fire pit is the must for sure. Um, enjoyed that fire. Next morning, woke up, did a couple laps um, before we headed out again to that same boat ramp. Easy peasy. Interestingly enough, when we were getting out of the boat ramp on Saturday, there was a older bass buggy edna may was the boat's name and it was being pulled by a lady at the helm in the like it's an suv it was an suv of some sort the next day on sunday when we arrived for our second day of boating going the opposite direction um she and her husband were putting in at the same time we were putting in so we thought that that was kind of funny because we had just met them the afternoon prior. Um, so we went straight to the Itchen and Tuckney, bright and early, uh, blew up a float, did a little kicking, crystal clear springs. You were only cold. able to, So cold, so cold. We could only go so far, though, before it was cut off and no more... No more boats allowed. Boats allowed. So that's, you know, where you are able to go to the state park at the Itchen and Tuckney Springs. we had springs. to get there early and get back up in there because... The boat started filling in the quickly. The boat started filling in, and you were not getting out. And that current's carrying you, and it's hard to steer. And so uh, we enjoyed about 30, 45 minutes and got the heck out of there. Yeah. Um, but if you go to the state park, and you go, you can put in your floats at the head of the spring, and it will bring you all the way down to this cutoff. Yeah, um, it's really cool. It's about a half-hour float, and it just brings you to the other end of the park a lot, and then you just walk back. It's pretty fun. And so uh, then we ventured the opposite direction and went towards the Suwannee River, um, which you could instantly, from your seat on board the vessel, see the color change from when it went to that spring-fed river to the black water of the Suwannee. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And it was through multiple cypress 
what would you call that? Cypress forest forests in the water. I mean, it was beautiful. And we captured a lot of those videos and pictures and posted it. I mean, it was breathtaking, honestly. Yeah, it was really nice. Um there was a actual like RV resort that had uh its own well, that's pub. What the boat launch was too. Well, that was a restaurant with a boat ramp and an RV park uh, at the bottom. Yes, precisely. Whereas, though, this other one up the way from Sandy's was Ellie's. And um, it had a big stage and stuff where you could tell they do a lot of outdoor concerts. And um, a big dock for parking your boats. The Sandy's didn't really have a dock. It just had shoal. Um Anyhow, there, so like where we stayed, it was a 10 minute drive from the campground to the boat ramps mm-hmm. and to the river. Whereas there are a few RV campground parks right on the river for those that are looking for that. It was hard to tell um, the maps when I was looking it up and booking it so many months ago where exactly it was and how it fell. And, and I saw River Run Campground, so I assumed it was closer. Unfortunately, it was a smidge wrong. But it was honestly more private than probably either of those two RV parks were going to be because they were jam-packed sure. with people. Um, but an experience nonetheless for those that are looking for that. And so uh, and Technique was 61 on that day. Awesome, awesome. Great day. Brought... Um, some turkey bacon, Swiss sliders, just really enjoyed the sun, lots of sunscreen, went back, did another grill out, enjoyed some of Michael's famous candied country style ribs, played some games, played some games, some face 10, drank some rum, plenty of that, um, and then settled in for a drive home which we took the back roads oh my goodness yeah that one took nearly six hours to get back um but it was a lot more peaceful and there were some incredible things that we saw on the countryside drive home i mean massive patches of watermelon fields and um just so many back road exhibitions and produce stands where you really get to see america on the back roads it was great and um we were able to stop off and pick up some of our favorite Detroit deep dish at Jets as we cut across 60. So that was ideal. Uh, Gosh, what a great trip. Now on the way back, it was beautiful because it was actually Memorial Day. We all wore our red, white, and blue. And through the downtown of um, just outside of Brantford, there in High Springs was a whole road with a tribute to all of the uh, fallen soldiers from their community over the decades. And it had their names and the American flags. And it was a little bit breezy, so the flags were all at attention and flying so majestically. It was incredible to see. And I thought that was a really nice touch. And every marquee along the strip of the downtown had words of appreciation for our brave men and women who serve our country's military so well. It was incredible to see. So highly recommend it. The springs, we really shoot for uh, summer time to take advantage of the springs because the water is 
annually, always so cold, no matter the time of year, it's always 72 degrees, which is why the manatee love it in the winter, uh, but why we really appreciate it in the summer months when it's the hottest. And it did not disappoint. Folks were nice. Um, we found a good spot. The boat ramps are a little bit more challenging and not a whole lot of um, smooth and, and upkeep. So you just got to be mindful. Yeah, it was a really great time. And I thought that the um, homes were, were stunning. You could tell people took a lot of pride. It was mm-hmm. nice. That Very was nice. nice. So 60 and 61 accomplished, and we will be reporting back soon with our June adventures. Later, River Rovers. All right, it's our camping corny. What makes fish jumpy? What? Spring water. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. If you dig it, please subscribe. And be sure to check us out online at riverromanwiththetilleries.com.